Hey friends, thanks for joining me today on the podcast. I love that you're here. My name is Andrea Crisp and I am the host of the Courage Cast. And I want to start today by sharing with you a little story from a couple of weeks ago. Now it's still a little raw and although in the grand scheme of life, it's not really a huge deal, in the moment it felt really painful. And I hope that will give you a little context into what I'm going to share with you today. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week, we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. So it was a few weeks ago on a Saturday morning. I had just flown in from Palm Springs the night before. I had landed in Toronto at around 11.30, so I was exhausted. I had spent the past four days in California at a conference, and I had really not stopped at all. It really wasn't a vacation, although it was kind of a vacation. But I had gotten home and I was getting ready the next day to head to another conference in Oakville, which is not very far from where I live. Several days earlier, I had received an email from the woman who was putting on the conference and she asked me to participate in a session in the conference to share just a portion of my story. It was gonna be about two minutes long. So I wasn't really sure how I was gonna condense my story down to two minutes, but I was happy to do so. So I said, absolutely. So the day of the conference, we gathered backstage before it was time for us to go on in the green room. And under my breath, I said a little prayer that I would say the right things, that what would come out of my mouth would resonate with the women that were in attendance because I really hadn't had that much of an opportunity to plan what I was going to say. And so when it came to be my turn, I took a step out of the shadows into the light and I was in the front of the stage and here I was sharing really vulnerably about my life. And the topic I was talking about was the topic about not feeling like I was enough. Now, those two minutes went by in a huge blur and before I knew it, the words had like flown out of my mouth and I stepped back into the shadows and my heart was pounding and I felt really sweaty, but I just knew in my heart of hearts that it was the right thing that I was supposed to do. I had felt really confident about it. But an hour or two went by after that session and I had started encountering women in the hallways and in the lobby who would walk by and just like squeeze my arm or say thank you for sharing. And some of them even stopped to share a bit of their own journey. Now, around lunchtime, we were supposed to gather for a network luncheon that I had been invited to. And I was excited to go and RSVP'd several weeks before that. And on the way to the luncheon, I stopped by my friend's book table and I convinced her to stop selling her books for an hour and to come with me to the luncheon. But when we arrived, we were a little late. So when we walked in the back door, we noticed that there was these really long tables with lots of linen and china. It looked really quite beautiful, very fancy. And there were name tags for us. So we grabbed our name tags. 
But when we moved a little closer, we realized that there weren't any tables left for us to sit at. But there were some tall standing tables at the back that weren't dressed with linen or didn't have any plates. But we decided, okay, that's cool. We'll just hang out here in the back. And it's actually kind of convenient because we're very close to the buffet line. So we thought, oh, this is awesome. But as we started to move towards the buffet line, as soon as grace had been said, we were literally the first people to arrive there. We had no plates. So I approached the woman who was serving the food and I said, oh, I'm sorry, we actually didn't get a plate. Um, Can we have one? And out of nowhere, this woman had the biggest scowl on her face. And she kind of looked at us, looked me up and down and then said, well, no, I can't serve you. I have to serve the people who were seated at the tables first. Anyone who is added on doesn't get to eat right away. I couldn't even believe what I was hearing. Here I had literally two hours prior to told an entire conference room of women how I had been struggling with this feeling of not being enough and how it was something that maybe they were struggling with as well. And then just mere hours later, I was being turned away from a line of food and I couldn't even believe it. It seemed almost comical to me, but it really honestly was not that funny. I turned around. I was literally like shaken. I went back to my table and as soon as I walked back to the table, the tears started to come. My friend was really surprised, the one that was with me. She couldn't believe what had happened and it was really spoken to me, not to her. And so here I was thinking to myself, I cannot believe this feeling is reoccurring within my life. Now, the reason I wanted to share this with you is because I think maybe you've gone through something similar. And I want to talk about the mentality that we have when we feel like we're not enough. The lie that we believe that we cannot have what we want to have, that we don't deserve it. And now this may be something that you've heard spoken of before, or maybe you've heard someone share on this. Now, to me, I've always had difficulty understanding the concept of abundance, but I want to share with you a little bit about that today. I personally believe that it is deeply rooted in my self-conscious, in my spirit, and it had become a part of who I was, for good or for bad. I had somehow taken on the belief that I would never achieve certain things, that no matter how hard I worked, I wouldn't reach my goals, I wouldn't be able to build my career as successfully as I wanted to, and ultimately within my relationships there would always be a cap on how far they could go. There was like this glass ceiling. So deep down I knew that others were able to have more than I was, even though that wasn't really true. But It was something that I could never have. And my heart was rooted in this mentality of scarcity. Now, it's no secret that what you focus on grows. I say that all the time. It's a Tony Robbins uh, quote. 
And that means when you focus your mind on something that has the potential to completely alter the trajectory of your life, then it will grow into that. So the same is for scarcity as for abundance. If you focus on the things you lack, then ultimately that will grow. And if you focus on the things that are possible, then that will grow as well. I had been focusing on the fact that there was not enough to go around. And it was confirmed to me by the woman who was serving us at the luncheon. But that's not true. It's not real for our lives. And I want to share with you that even though there are circumstances in your life where you've been told that you can't have something, where you've believed lies about what is possible for your life, that those lies can be dismantled. Now, you've probably heard me talk about this on the podcast before, whether good or bad. Our thoughts are so powerful and they can even bring on anxiety and they can also ease it. So not only do our thoughts hold a ton of power, but also our words and what we speak over ourselves and what is spoken over us and what we believe. Now, the reason I talk about this so much is because I can honestly see it being worked out in my coaching clients week after week, in the girls that are in my mastermind, and what we believe to be true about our lives ultimately will come to fruition. Now, you may see this in your life as well. So you may have friends in your life that you know, they know are attractive and that they can get any guy they want. And ultimately what happens is they get that guy. And there are also women that you know that exude this tremendous amount of confidence. They always carry themselves just with the right amount of this je ne sais quoi. And whatever, what happens to them? They get opportunities opening to them left, right, and center. Now, you may wonder, why is that? Why do some people believe that it's possible for them to have the relationships they want, to have opportunities they want, to be in the right position, to be wealthy, and others of us may feel as though we lack, and we're lacking in every one of those areas. Well, if I had a nickel for every time I thought to myself, when is it going to be my turn? Honestly, I would be super rich. That statement has crossed my mind more times than I can count. When I was younger, there was this narrative that I believed to be true about my life, that I was always going to be waiting for my turn. And for some reason, I had grabbed a hold of that thought and believed it to be true. Now, not only did my thoughts revolve around this narrative, but I also spoke it out to friends. And for the most part, my life has had those things come to pass. And that's not always a good thing. So when I started to explore the topic of our thoughts, I had to get super honest with myself. And that is exactly why I'm talking about this with you on the podcast. There was one particular narrative, and I've spoken about it already, that I was not enough. And that was really rooted in the, in the feeling that I was not enough as a person. I was not enough in relationships. I was not enough in my jobs. 
And it really brought on this mentality that pulled me and spiraled me down into anxiety and depression. This mentality of not enoughness is a mentality of scarcity. So no matter what I would do, it would not be enough. I would second guess all my decisions and I would even self-sabotage to the point that I would not achieve success because I really didn't believe that I deserved it. And I would have to leave behind every one of the excuses that I had made for myself and why I couldn't have the things I wanted in order for me to really believe that I could walk in abundance. Now, this mentality of scarcity will ultimately destroy us if we let it. As I explained, I have really battled with it in my life. And maybe you feel as you're listening to me, like you are battling it currently within your own life. And sadly, it runs rampant in our society, within our churches. It's something that a lot of us grow up believing. So today, I'm going to shed some light on the matter. So I hope you're ready. Because once you get this, you are never going to be the same again, and it's going to be for the better. Now, before I get into the heart of the matter, I want to let you know that I'm going to go much deeper into this topic when I do the five day abundance challenge starting next week. But I'm going to tell you at the end how you can join me for that challenge. Scarcity focuses on what we don't have. It puts us in the position to compare our lives to everyone else. It keeps us playing small. Whereas when we have a mindset of abundance, we can see possibility all around us. We're able to be more creative, more generous with our time, our resources, and it even increases our productivity and collaboration. So let me break it down for you just a little bit more. Maybe you grew up in a home where your parents really struggled financially, where they really worked hard, maybe two, three jobs um, between the two of them to really put food on the table and you always felt like you really just didn't have enough. There were times where you'd go to the fridge and there were things that weren't there or you just felt like they were always anxious and nervous about meeting their bills. Maybe you even watched your parents walk through a bankruptcy. Now, some of us may internalize those thoughts as I will never have enough. I will be in the same position that my parents are in. So if you have been in a position where your parents didn't have enough, then maybe you thought, why would it be any different for me? Maybe you've even battled with thoughts that you'll never get out of debt or the fact that you will never have savings or be able to go on vacations that you want. Or maybe you have been in a position where as a kid you were picked on and bullied and you just really felt as though you never really fit in. If that is you, then maybe you've now struggled with the fact that even in social settings, it's hard for you to be yourself because you're always trying to do something to make people like you. It's a feeling of not being enough. The feeling that who you are is not the right kind of person. It's a mentality of scarcity. Or maybe you grew up in a home where your parents 
were a victim of their own circumstances. Maybe they had been through trauma and crisis, and now that's being passed on to you, and there's trauma and crisis in your home. And you internalize that to really believe as though that is something that is always going to happen. You're always going to be in relationships that are full of drama or crisis, or you are always going to perpetuate that same mentality. That is also a mentality of scarcity. So as you see, this mentality, it really can wreak havoc in our lives. When I originally started to hear people speak on abundance, whether it was online, whether it was in conferences or reading it in books, I honestly thought it was about wealth. I thought it was about making more money. I thought it was um, putting ourselves in this position to all of a sudden be rich. And I just didn't get it. And I wasn't sure how that worked. And I really didn't know how I was going to work through those particular thoughts because it just seemed so far off. But I don't really think that's what a mentality of abundance is really all about. You see, when we live in abundance, we're rooted in trust. We're rooted in believing that there is something greater than ourselves. We believe and have faith that we are going to constantly be moving towards our God-given purpose, that we're constantly going to be put in a position to receive what it is that God has for us. So it's not really about having a lot of money or achieving status or having wealth. It's really about understanding who we are and where abundance comes from. I want to share another little story with you. When I was in Palm Springs a couple of weeks ago, I decided to take a drive through Joshua Tree National Park. Now, I had seen many Instagrammers post pictures of these Joshua trees. They looked absolutely amazing, but I had really never seen them for myself. And I thought, you know, this would be kind of cool to drive through the desert and see these trees. Now, I can't even explain to you what happened within probably a kilometer of entering the park. The sky was bright, bright blue. The sun was shining. And as far as the eye could see were these Joshua trees, these funny looking little trees that I'd never seen before. Now, growing up in Canada, being surrounded by so much beautiful nature. I mean, I'm in um, situations where I'm in the bush, where I'm in forests, where I see trees that are so beautiful here in Ontario. So what would be the difference between a tree here or a tree there? Well, here's the thing. And it was like almost as though God whispered this thought to me. When I looked around, all I saw were these Joshua trees. And I'm thinking, you know what? This is what abundance looks like. More than enough. There were no reason for all those Joshua trees. Other than just to display God's majesty. Right in the middle of the desert. Nothing but trees. As far as the eye could see. 
And it really hit home with me because I started to get this understanding that it's something that God is. He is an abundant God. And sometimes he even just provides abundance because of his own desire, which means that he's not withholding anything from us. And that was the key to unlock my understanding of abundance. I'm not sure how you feel, but I know no matter what you are facing today, no matter what that mentality of scarcity has done to you, that it is possible for you to step out of those shadows and into the light of abundance. So next Monday, I'm going to be starting a five-day challenge and I want to invite you to join me. We are going to walk step by step through these truths and really rooting them deep within us. Now I'm saying we because it's going to be you and I. We're doing this together. I am not claiming to have arrived there. I am not telling you that I completely even understand it. But what I am telling you is that I've been working through it in my own life and I believe that I can help you work through it in your own life. Now, as I was preparing to do a challenge this year, this was not the topic that first came to my mind. In fact, it was something completely different. And I really wrestled for a while. And all of a sudden, it was really made clear to me that this was what I was supposed to talk about. And the moment I did was the moment I was hit with feelings of really not being enough. And it manifested in my body. I got stress headaches. I got sick. And I started to feel every bit of that feeling of not enoughness, of scarcity. So I want to tell you that your body may be experiencing something similar. You may be feeling your shoulders are tense. Your jaw is really, really clenched tightly. Maybe you've been getting headaches or migraines or there's manifestations in your physical body because of scarcity. This is also something that happens when we have anxiety, which would lead me to believe the two are very linked. Anxiety and scarcity. So I think it's time for us to completely tear down those lies that we've been believing about what we deserve. So here's how the challenge is going to work. For five days, I'm going to walk you through the truth about who you are and what is possible for your life. We're going to tear down those old beliefs. We're going to dismantle the lies that you and I have believed to be true about our lives. On day one, we're going to start with the difference between thinking big and thinking small. And what does that really look like in our lives? And how can we start shifting that perspective? On day two, we're going to tackle the topic of belief versus worry. Now, so many of us fall into the trap of doubt and unbelief versus having faith and believing for what is possible for our lives. Now, on day three, we're going to talk about plenty versus lack. Now, this is where we're going to actually start talking about our thoughts on money. 
and opportunity. And we're going to see how we can position ourselves in the right place to receive what God really has for our lives. And not only we talk about that, but we're going to talk about how to be generous givers and grateful receivers. On day four, we're going to talk about happiness versus resentment. This is where comparison comes into play and how we can start to remove the comparison from our lives, thinking that other people deserve things that we'll never have and really feeling as though we have FOMO. Not only fear of missing out on an event, but fear of missing out on things in life that other people are having. And then on day five, we're going to talk about how we can step out of the shadows and into the light and stop isolating ourselves because that is where those lies take root is when we are on our own when we believe we're the only ones we're going to step out of isolation and we're going to step into a support system and into a network of like-minded women so each day I'm going to send you an email directly to your inbox. It's going to be full of encouragement, some thoughts that I've been having, maybe even some things that I have had to work through myself. I'm going to be totally open and honest and candid with you. So I really think that it's going to help you to navigate it in your own life. How do you get involved? Well, all you have to do is go to my website, andreacrisp.ca forward slash challenge. And starting Monday, November 19th, we are going to be meeting online at noon each day that week. You can either join the private Facebook group or I will be going live on Instagram as well. And we will be uncovering the lies we've been believing about abundance and scarcity within our lives. So I really want to make sure that you get signed up. So don't even wait until this podcast is over. Just go ahead, click on your tabs on your phone and go to my website and just sign up right this minute. And then I want you to tell your friends because it may be that you're thinking, oh, this would be awesome. I could have abundance in my life, but it would be even better if your friends also experienced the same thing because guess what? There's more than enough to go around. So just a reminder to sign up, go to andreacrisp.ca forward slash challenge, and then send me your information. I am really believing for a breakthrough in your life, my friend. I honestly and truly believe that. Now, these past few weeks for me have been very difficult um, with sickness, with these thoughts of being not enough. Like I'm just being completely honest with you. And I know it's a battle because I'm going to lead you into something that is going to be a breakthrough in your own life because I believe it's going to be a breakthrough in mine. So I want you to join me November 19th for the Abundance Challenge. Now, before I go, I love that you join me each and every week on the podcast. We are coming almost to the close of this season. Just a couple more episodes left in 2018 before we launch something brand new next year. So make sure you connect with me on Instagram at at Miss Crispy, also at the dot courage cast, because I love to hear from you. And until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. 
If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.